0: Hi folks, this is Adrienne A. Wallace and you've reached me in the life room. Thank you for joining. It's been a while since I've recorded a podcast. I believe the last podcast I did was on the Oath of Manifestation and um, I typically like to note the time of these podcasts. It's 2018 and we are um, a day past uh, America's Independence Day, July 4th. And um, there's a lot going on. June was a temperate month in many ways, not only high weather temperatures where it started off really cold and then the last few days became really hot. Um, But it feels like the earth in and of itself is boiling. There is so much disunity, um, so much suffering, and so much going on that we have become accustomed to. There are still mass shootings going on and um there are still people dying and there are children being separated from their parents who've entered the country illegally and being held those children in detention centers and there is reform and so We are in a state of upheaval, but there are still a lot of great things happening. Uh, Most recently, where I have family members and friends who are either sick or ailing, and in the case most recently this morning at 2 a.m., a very uh, beloved man who I attended church with for the past 10 years or so um, has passed away. Don Gary. So a moment of silence for Don Gary, who served his family, his community, his congregation well. And let's talk about that. So Don passed away because of cancer um, that effectively decided to take over his body and deemed that that body was no longer his. So, Don is now born into heaven. And also in June, before that, my cousin's father, Victor, also passed away after battling cancer for a couple of years. And so, as both these men have ascended, I know that their children are in a state of mourning and grief. And, um, so too are their wives, and I just send hopes for peaceful mourning to those families, that the memories that come to them are the most amazing of memories, and that as we proceed beyond July and enter into a holiday season, um, the next big one being Thanksgiving, and then certainly Christmas, if you all can imagine that. 2018 will come to an end, and it will be a year that is earmarked by lots of things that are devastating and life-changing. But still, too, there is a presence of things that are more ethereal and more grand and more successful and wonderful. Still, too, there are transitions in work. Still, too, there are transitions in relationships. Still, too, there are new people to meet and relationships to end and new work opportunities. All of these things happen, and in the swirl of all of it, we have some suffering and so, why do we even suffer sometimes is a question i I have for for many people. Why do we even suffer? Do we have to suffer and I think the answer to that is no we we, we never have to suffer um, when love beckons us we we should follow it. Um, we should follow it with morality, we should follow it with dedication, we could follow it with loyalty, and we could follow it with honesty. But we have to have those things for ourselves when love beckons. And so to the solution for all the things that are happening, the solution is love. And the solution is to help people go away from their greatest suffering and recommend to them, even though it means that our egoic needs may not be sacrificed, that they do the thing that brings them to their highest good, that they bring the thing that optimizes, they do the thing that brings them to their optimized self. And to cite the opinion of that to someone that you have a relationship with is a really, really healthy thing. So what is suffering and and why does it exist? Suffering is the absence of peace, it's the presence of misery, it's a lack of knowing, a lack of faith, emotional turmoil, a state of unforgiveness. That's what suffering is. And why do we suffer? We suffer because of attachments We are attached to people, their behaviors and outcomes, and we have those attachments that are drawn to something deeper, the thing that we call love. So the endorphins that come from hearing someone's voice, being in someone's presence, spending time with someone, the attachment to that that we have as human beings is what creates suffering. And losing that, be it for a matter of hours or days or for what looks like the rest of your life without someone, is what creates suffering. So when people die, there is great suffering, especially if you've had years of having stimuli and endorphins rise and fall on the basis of your emotional attachment and your physical attachment to a person. We sometimes suffer because we have emotional attachment and physical attachment to things. Things that change and alter our mood or our way of being and seeing. For some people, it's something as simple as watching TV. For others, it's cigarettes or coffee. Attachment to things, this idea that there is a certain thing that we cannot do without creates suffering. Alcohol, (laughs) you know, which actually is something that while it alters our mood and is oftentimes used for celebration, it actually ferments our body. All alcohol is fermented. It's how it's how it's created. And so, you know, a high intake of that to numb yourself, anyone who does that is actually fermenting their body. And some bodies have greater tolerance than others. Sugar. Alcohol has lots of sugar in it, but there are people who cakes, cookies, ice cream, all sweet things, mounds and mounds of sugar is something that they are addicted to and they feel that they need and they must have. And so too, we look at this life and we say, why do we suffer? And so the base reason that we suffer is because we are attached to something, some person, some outcome, rather than being in the present moment and being at peace now. If you are attached to an outcome, it is hard to be peaceful. If you are attached to a person, it's hard to be at peace. When you release those cords that are psychic And very much like barbed wire, when someone pulls away, when you release those cords, you're subject to less suffering and you're in a greater state of peace. And so we have to look at life, dying and death in that way. And we also have to look at the life that we live right now, the life that we're living right now, as our state of not living, but our state of dying. So the question is, how are you dying? Are you dying attached to things? Are you dying in a state of discovery? Are you dying giving love and expecting love in return? Are you dying providing for something or looking to be provided for are you dying in service or are you dying by taking the girl scouts have the girl scouts have a creed and that creed is that You leave the campsite better than you found it. So in taking that creed in mind, is every person that you're encountering better than you found them because of their encounter with you? Are you bringing disunity, distrust, betrayal, disloyalty, dishonesty, inconsistency into the life of another person? If you strive... And your only intention is to bring unity, loyalty, trust, honesty, and peace to a person. And you wake every day with that intention and you execute against that intention. You exercise your mind over matter. Your actions will be actions that do not cause any suffering onto anyone. You need not choose one person over another when your intention is to not create suffering. If your intention is to create peace, the first step to that is being honest. Be honest with yourself. Make the decisions for yourself that make you an optimized being. We are all dying. But to die in peace versus dying in suffering is the choice that we make every day. And with that, I want to thank you for joining me in the life room. Namaste.